Welcome to the Elevate Your Running podcast with Sarah Manderscheid and Austin Myers. We are here to talk about all things running and life to elevate you, not only in training, but also in your personal journey and relationships. We believe in lifting others high and supporting you not just in training, but how to also help you maximize the life you want to live. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to stay up to date on all future episodes and leave a review through the platform in which you're listening. Your support helps us to continue to build a community of like-minded people who strive to elevate their body, mind, and spirit through running. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello and welcome to the Elevate Your Running podcast. You are here with your hosts, myself, Austin Myers, and my co-host, Sarah Manderscheid. We are joined by a very special guest who we will introduce very shortly. But before we get into our discussion topic of the day, we would like to kick off this episode like we do every other episode with our Elevated Moments of the Week. For me... I'm going to be a little bit vague in my elevated moment, but I hope that it can be something that you take into your own life. And that is to just take chances on yourself and be willing to put yourself out there. Um, that is something that has given me more confidence the more that I've taken the, the opportunity to do that. And it's certainly uncomfortable. And I know I'm not getting into the specifics. Maybe we will in, in the coming weeks of what I'm talking about here, but Really, my encouragement to everybody and the reason that I'm communicating this as my elevated moment this week is that there's tremendous power in believing in yourself, even when life gets a little bit uncomfortable. And I think that that's a lesson that I've learned through running, is that if you put yourself out there, if you're willing to do the work every single day, really great things will happen. And it's a really empowering feeling. So that is my elevated moment of the week. Sarah, how are you this week? And what is your elevated moment? Hi, Austin. I'm doing really well. Um, it's great to see you and have a conversation with you today. Uh, my elevated moment is kind of piggybacking off of yours in a sense of um, I've been working with a new coach for Chicago and, you know, I'm running all the miles right now and it's everything that I asked her for and she's delivering. And, you know, when you're running 65, close to 70 miles a week, not every mile is going to feel good. Right. Um, so in those moments, um, finding the strength, finding the power and finding the gratitude, finding the, I get to be here and <laughs> leaning into that side of things. And that's been a really nice shift, um, for this summer of training leading into Chicago, which feels like it's really going to be here before we know it. Yeah, it's going by fast. And, you know, that's a really good point, Sarah. I think it's important that we recognize that we signed up for this. This is what we wanted. And I know that you're really excited to be hitting this Chicago build up really hard. Um, <laughs> and that, that means, you know, a lot of great things, but it also is going to come with its own unique set of challenges. But by overcoming those challenges, I think you're going to have a really great result in October. I think so too. It's been a lot of fun and just having her um, with me on Wednesday morning workouts has been incredible. And you know, she's yelling at me, all good things, yelling my name and telling me to do it across the track. And I know 120% that that is going to be 
in my mind for the last 10 K at Chicago. And it's going to be really powerful and just everything I want. So it's going to be really great and also really hard, which usually goes hand in hand. Um, All right. Yes. So we have a special guest today, Chad Higgins joins us and Chad, um, I met Chad through Facebook and Instagram earlier this year. He is a Colorado uh, resident, not native, but he's all into all things running. He loves, you know, running ultras. He does self-supported ultras. He loves to think about running. He has his own YouTube channel. He's a super awesome guy. And it was really, really great to be able to connect with him. I think it was over the summer runner presentation that we connected on and then just having and building that relationship um, since then. So he has a lot of exciting things coming up this year that we're going to be talking about, as well as talking about gratitude and finding gratitude in running. Um, So Chad, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate the warm welcome. It's it's honestly just great to be here. So this should just be my elevated moment, the fact that I get to be here (laughs) hanging out with you guys. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, hey, that's a great segue. What do you have an elevated moment that you'd like to share with our audience? Uh, sure. So, you know, I've been thinking lately, I recently moved uh, to a new house, which, you know, brought its own challenges and stressful, you know, moments and is, is moving is never fun. I don't recommend moving. However, it brought some some really cool opportunities. So where I live now, I'm a lot closer to the foothills here in Colorado, northern Colorado. And so I have much easier access to the trails. And I, I love that. I love being close to the trails. That's my, that's my happy place. I mean, I'll, I'll go run anywhere and with anyone, but if I can get out on the trails, uh, I'm just, it's just ecstatic. And it's always a good day when I'm able to do that. And so that's kind of where my elevated moment is more derived from. It's, it's just a general, I guess, concept of I'm just so grateful and happy to be out on the trails and have access to be able to go out two or three times a week to these, these local trails. And it's just always uh, just a, a great day when that happens. Absolutely. I feel like anytime that you can integrate something that you love into your everyday life and it just makes it easier. So if it, you're closer to running trails or mountain biking trails or, or closer to um, community group runs or whatever that looks like for you, it just makes it feel so much better if you're able to get out there to do it more throughout the week. And it probably just feels like part of your lifestyle, like finishing up work, I'm going to head out to the trail or wake up in the morning, head out to the trail, come home, start your day. It's a good life. It's something to look forward to as well. Yeah, that's cool. That Great. is well, thanks awesome. for sharing. Chad, I know we're going to talk a lot about gratitude today. Before we really get into our conversation, one group that we're extremely grateful for is Inside Tracker. Whether you run, ride, hike, or swim, you understand what it means to push harder, reach farther, and go the extra mile. This relentless drive runs in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to build endurance, boost energy, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. And when you connect Inside Tracker with your Fitbit or Garmin, you'll also unlock real time recovery pro tips 
after you complete your workout. It's like having your own personal trainer and nutritionist in your pocket. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash elevate your running. That's insidetracker.com forward slash elevate your running. We're extremely grateful for our partnership with Inside Tracker. It's been awesome to have them become a part of the podcast in recent weeks. And transitioning back into our conversation with Chad, Chad, I know that gratitude's a really big piece of not only your running, but also your life. Can you kind of give us the origin story of, of really where that came from? What inspired this focus on gratitude and, and maybe how it's impacted your life as well? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I've always been kind of a, an optimistic person, but as I was thinking and starting to get into running, um, I, I wanted, I began to see that my perspective in, into running uh, also is, and, and in life in general, is that when you are able to recognize uh, the, and, and express gratitude related to that, you know, it, it has such an impactful um, positive change or can have a positive change um, in, in, as I mentioned before, in that approach. So uh, just, just thinking about this a little bit more. So expressing gratitude. So, well, let me actually back up even more. I'm not an expert. Uh, I'm not a psychologist or, or whatever you might want to call when it comes to, um, you know, a, a gratitude expert, but I, I do recognize and, and believe that it can trigger a positive psychological response uh, and, and will improve your perspective and outlook, which in turn will help you appreciate what you have, where you are today and what you can become. So of course that means improving maybe our, our perspective in running, but it can also mean in, in how we approach our relationships, life, work, um, and, and other activities. Um, yeah, not sure if you had any other thoughts around that specifically. But. Well, as you're talking, you know, I, I think it's interesting. You're talking about how gratitude makes you feel. And I really compare that to running. And, you know, the, the mental note that I'm kind of taking as you're opening up our conversation is, you know, when people ask me why I love running, I, I can certainly get into the weeds of it and explain it. Um, but at the end of the day, the most simple answer that I can give is that it just makes me feel good. And I think that runners can really relate to that. And I think gratitude is a very similar thing where it's like, you know, I can't really get into the psychology of it. I don't really want to get into the psychology of it. At the end of the day, it just makes me feel good. Um, is that kind of what you've seen with gratitude where it just makes you feel better? And how are you intentional with your gratitude and, and the practices that you have built around that? Yeah, I, I like that a lot, you know, and it's not just, it's really easy to be grateful or, or see the positive in something when things are going really well. It's so much harder to express that gratitude when something becomes really hard or stressful or you're in the middle of that ultra or that race and you're really struggling to, uh, you know, keep moving forward. But I, I think we can still train ourselves to, uh, and, and what I've experienced is that as you change your perspective and begin to try to look for, for those moments of gratitude, um, then your experience becomes so much different. You're still experiencing the same things, but your perspective on those experiences changes. Um, you know, for, well, I'll get into a couple examples here in a little bit, but I did want to, uh, as I was thinking about gratitude, 
um, you're, you're really talking about kind of three different stages or steps uh, that you go through within gratitude. And the first one being that you recognize those things that you can be grateful for. Two, you acknowledge it. And then three, you appreciate it. Um, so with that, you know, I, I, I think this is a clever situation. And, and I want to come back to your first question, too, of why gratitude. Um, so as I was creating my uh, YouTube channel, um, I, I knew I wanted to create the channel and just share my love for running and, and see where that takes me. And I'm still trying to figure that out to some sense. But I was like, you know, what? I, I want to come up with, with like a motto. And the first thing I thought of was enjoying every mile. And I thought, okay, that's great. You know, we should enjoy every mile, but, there, but that's missing an element. And so I, I came up with be consistent because I knew that consistency is key, right? Be consistent, express gratitude and enjoy every mile. And you'll hear me say that in uh, every single one of my, my YouTube videos that I published. And so that gratitude component, you know, that's really become, I guess, key for me in finding the joy and loving the experiences, whether they're good or bad, uh, bad as in challenging, right? And, um, and so that's, that's kind of where, where my perspective is when it comes to gratitude. Uh, we already mentioned it before. I, I think it can change our whole outlook on, especially when things are challenging and finding those moments of gratitude, um, you know, and, and the things that we can still be, be grateful for. Now, uh, this applies to running, applies to life, which I also really, really love. Um, I, I will share an example specifically to how it, it maybe relates to running um, and in my experience. So um, uh, first off, let me say that uh, one of the thoughts that I had as I was thinking and preparing kind of for our discussion today was that uh, we, we all have heard that comparison is the thief of joy. You know, we begin to start to compare ourselves and that kind of takes away some of the joy that we might experience um, from that. So if comparison is the thief of joy, then I would say that gratitude is the catalyst of joy. So let me share an example of that. Um, a couple of years ago, it may have only been about a year ago, I was uh, really starting to chase Strava segments in, in my local area. Uh, so chasing Strava segments, meaning that, that you're, there's a certain segment that Strava has identified uh, and provided rankings uh, based on times, how fast you're able to run or, or bike, for example, that particular segment. Um, some of them are short, some of them are, are long. So it's kind of like a, a gamification uh, that uh, Strava has come up with. And, and I really started getting into it. And I started identifying the different segments in my area. And so there was one particular segment that I, I, I went for it and I, and I got the crown. I, I ran the fastest time on that segment and I was really happy and proud of my efforts. The next day, another local runner ran the exact same segment and completely blew <laughs> my time out of the water. And I was so frustrated. I had worked so hard to get that crown and to claim that, you know, be the, the king of the segment. And he just took it away from me. At least that's how it felt. So in, in this example, you know, I really had kind of a negative outlook on, uh, on this situation. I certainly didn't express any gratitude. Uh, and I started to compare myself like, oh, well, my effort obviously wasn't that good because he did so much better. And in reality, that's not what it should have, should have been about. Um, thinking of another example uh, that happened, oh, geez, another few months, a couple months later. So first off, I, I recognize that the thoughts that I began to have, the behavior wasn't necessarily the right approach. I wasn't very healthy. So um, 
another situation, again, chasing Strava segments. I, I, I took the crown on this Strava segment. It was, it was a mile long and I had to run. I ended up running about a five minute mile uh, net downhill, granted, but <laughs> there was a small uphill section to my uh, credit. But I, I ran really hard and really fast to get this segment. And, and again, I was so proud of what I'd done. It was awesome. I'm like, all right, cool. What else can I do here? This is amazing. Well, the next day, another runner friend, I think it may have been the same runner actually, went and claimed the crown on that segment. He ran a sub five minute mile and I could have been very disappointed. I could have compared, I could have demeaned my effort, but I realized that one, that wasn't the right approach previously. So I, I, I changed my perspective. So instead I began to show more gratitude and express uh, uh, more of a, you know what, to the other runner, records were made to be broken. You did a phenomenal job. That doesn't demean any of my efforts because I also did a good job. And, and so I began to change my perspective in, in seeing and being grateful for what I still accomplished, re irregardless of or regardless of what anybody else, you know, was. Again, comparison is the thief of joy, then gratitude is the catalyst for joy. I absolutely yeah. love that, Chad. Yeah. That's great. Now you are like, in my mind, a pretty accomplished ultra runner. Do you want to share it with our audience, like the races that you've um, trained for, you know, kind of things that you've done in the past, maybe some things that you have coming up. And then I want to tap into the gratitude. I have a question following up, but just kind of give context to our audience. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's interesting because I, I think back about my, my running journey, which honestly hasn't been, I'm not like a lifetime runner. Um, so like many of the listeners or viewers, uh, perhaps who started like me in their thirties or whatever age and started running, um, more actively. So I did do track in high school, uh, and I enjoyed track. I enjoyed sprinting and the competition, but I didn't appreciate running the same that I do now. Um, and what got me more into running was that I, I had four kids at this point and had a little bit of the dad bod and thought, oh, let me start running for exercise. And so I figured ah, if I, if I can get, you know, two to three times a week, two to three miles at a time, that, that'd be a good place. Well, I remember the first time I ran a 5k distance and that was like, just, I remember thinking, oh, that was so awesome. Um, that I, I ran a 5k, like, I, I don't even know what the, what the time was, but I thought it was really cool that I ran that 3.1 miles. And, uh, and then I began to think, so going back to gratitude, I, I recognized that, Hey, this is something to accomplish and something to be really grateful for. But then it instilled more confidence in me to see maybe what is my potential. And I think I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, as far as races go, you know, I've done a handful of, of half marathons. Uh, I, I kind of skipped the, the marathon and Sarah, you, you probably won't like to hear this. I, I have not <laughs> done a road marathon yet. I need to do one. I need to sign up for one just to see what I can do, but I, I kind of skipped that and, and went straight into the ultras a little bit more. And, and I'm excited to really start running like real ultra distances. I haven't done a hundred mile yet, but I, I would love to do one. And uh, I'm starting to think about that quite a bit more now. That's amazing. And I know uh, right before I ran grandma's, you offered to pace me if you could. <laughs> so you're a pretty fast runner, which is amazing. Yeah. 
yeah, where, when do you, like, can you pinpoint when you really started to lean into gratitude when it came to running? Like, you know, you ran track in high school. Were you feeling and thinking, you know, positive, grateful thoughts at that point, or did it come later in life? You know, like I was saying earlier, and that's a great question. I've always been kind of an optimistic person, but I didn't appreciate running when I was doing track in high school. I didn't appreciate running like I do uh, now. And and so I I really wish in some respects that I had recognized that because I think I missed out on some really cool opportunities, Um, but that's okay. Um, You just, you know, move forward where you're at and and, uh, make the best of it. And so, you know, where I'm at now is more, and think about a specific point in time, you know, it would probably come down to two things. One was that 5k moment that I I expressed earlier and, and just recognizing that, you know what, that was really cool. And I began to fall in love with running. So be grateful that I have this opportunity, right? So running has given me more than what I've put into it. Um, so yeah, running at first was, was for physical, um, adaptations and just being in shape and all that. But now it is so much more than just being in shape. It's about my, my mental health, emotional health, and, 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 and being grateful. Like I, I genuinely love running and learning isn't for everybody, but you know, this is a running podcast, so we can, we can pretend that it's for everybody. <laughs> um, and so I, I, so that 5k moment and, and recognizing, Hey, this is great. You know, I, I did this and being grateful for that moment and then realizing what, well, what am I capable of? So one of the things that I, I set out to do again, this was uh, earlier on in my running experience, but um, I decided that I wanted to go out and just run for, you know, I don't know. I don't remember what my time frame was like an hour and a half or, or two hours or whatever, and, and just see, what it feels like to run a little further, because at this point I had only gone up to maybe, you know, four or five miles tops. Um, and I really wanted to kind of just see experience a little bit more, um, running a little further. So I remember I, I ran out one morning and I, I just kept running. Now this wasn't crazy distance. I, I ended up only doing, I say only, but I ran nine miles. And at the time, you know, nine miles now is just like a regular everyday run. But at the time I was like, wow, nine miles, that is amazing. I ran nine miles. Right. And then of course, later that day, my knees hurt and my muscles were super sore, but I was still (laughs) so grateful for that experience because then I I began to realize, well, you know, running is giving me some experiences and, and helping me to work through maybe overcoming challenges, um, which translate to, you know, everyday life. Um, Much later on, a couple of years later, I had done a few races but I, I hadn't quite run uh, very many like true ultra distances. And so one of the things that I set out to do, part, mostly for the experience of it, um, I wanted to run from my house to my in-laws house. Now, in this case, this was running across Denver um, about 56 miles. Um, the longest distance I'd ever run at that point was uh, just over marathon length, so about 28 miles. Um, and so I didn't know what that experience was going to be like. Um, and I can certainly get into more details of, of what this experience was like, um, if you'd like, but, you know, ultimately I came out of it with a whole sense of, of gratitude of what our bodies are capable of. Um, so physically it was rewarding, but also mentally, um, and, and emotionally, I remember about, it was about mile 45 
and I, I'm running along. I'm really tired, but I'm running. And I just remember thinking to myself, you know what? This has been such a fun experience. All the things that I'd seen, the journey that I'd been on, the food I got to eat, you know, the pizza that I had <laughs> at the gas station at mile 43, uh, which it was delicious, by the way, um, and being grateful for that, you know. But, but I remember just mentally being like, you know what? I'm really tired and I'm ready to end I'm, you know, this, but emotionally, I just felt so grateful for the experience. Um, and so it was just really cool to go through whatever hardship and trial um, that this uh, self-induced opportunity gave me, but, but that come out of it, uh, you know, just so much more grateful than, than I had going into it. You know, Chad, you're talking about ultras. I, I recently ran what I guess I could consider my first ultra. It was it was an overnight endurance challenge. So there wasn't a set distance to it. It was basically run as far as you want to run from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And my goal was to run 50 miles. I, I was fortunate enough to be able to run 52 uh, in 12 hours and 14 minutes. But as which is talking, awesome, by the way. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, Austin. <laughs> as you're talking, I'm I'm kind of reflecting on on that experience. And actually, I was thinking about it this morning when I was running and it's very interesting. You can, you can communicate this with a hard race as well, but I think ultras are a great example because they last a little bit longer and you have to sit in that discomfort for an extended period of time. You just feel everything much more deeply in those moments. And during that race, I had my girlfriend there basically as my one person crew system and uh, it was it was a six and a half mile loop. So I got to see her every six and a half miles. Um, and there was a video. It was it was about midnight. I was basically 26 miles in, which ended up being the halfway point for me. And I was kind of struggling in that moment. Um, you know, dark, you're running just with simply the headlamp in front of you. And I just started to feel everything much more deeply. And and that came out as like just gratitude. I was grateful for. Abby being there for me. And, and you just feel every single bit of the emotions that are always there, but they don't come out until you're pushed to a certain limit. And it's almost funny that, you know, Abby was recording for me and, and we ended up posting it on Instagram as a reel. And, you know, I had a cool song to it and it made me look really cool and all that stuff, but it was so dark. All you really see is my headlamp. And as we're running, as she's recording this reel, I'm basically just telling her like, I love you. I'm going to miss you in these six and a half miles. And that's just something I don't think I'm ever going to forget. Like just the feeling of, of in a way, just being stripped down, being tired, not necessarily wanting to go out for another six and a half mile loop, loop after loop after loop until the sun comes up. But knowing that I've got someone in my corner and you know what, whatever you feel when you run an ultra marathon, whatever you feel when you run in general, or get discomfort, you know, uncomfortable in general. Appreciate the feelings and the emotions that come out of that. Do you have, Chad, you know, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but do you have, you know, those emotions that come out in some of those harder efforts? And is that really where gratitude is rooted in, in those harder efforts, in that discomfort, in the endurance that, that has to take place? Now, Austin, I, I love that example. You know, I, I think that, we can express gratitude no, no matter, like not just in, in challenging moments, but, but at, at all points, right? We can find moments of, of 
gratitude and, and we can recognize it, acknowledge it, you know, embrace it. Um, so I don't think it has to be situational or, you know, specific. I also believe that our opportunities for growth often come when we are pushed a little bit outside of our comfort zone. Um, and with gratitude, maybe we can recognize that there is growth occurring and that that's a good thing. So Austin, for example, in, in your story that you shared, you know, it wasn't so much about the laps that you were having to do or, or the distance even. It was, you know, it, it sounds to me like it, that it, it changed, at least in that moment, that you became more grateful through the experience for that relationship and the support that you were able to, to gain and have from, from others, um, which happened to be during a running related moment, which is perfect. Yeah. It's like, it's always there under the surface. Right. And it's just, how are you going to pull it out? How are you going to find it? Um, and then are you going to, I think this is a big part of gratitude that maybe a lot of people, you know, miss or overlook is that how are you going to express it now? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's always been there. You just had to find it. You had to maybe look for it a little bit, recognize it. And, and then you can appreciate it. If you're not looking for, for that, moment of gratitude or appreciating a situation for what it's giving you back, um, then, then maybe you'll miss a, a whole opportunity there to, to, um, you know, that, well, it would have been missed and, and, and you just would have been just maybe a negative outlook on, on it. Right. Um, yeah. not saying that those hardships and negative moments occur cause they, they do in life, you know, whether it's through running, um, things not going as to plan or, or how you expect. Um, but, but, but I think despite those perilous moments, we can still find and express gratitude because you, you have still things that, that there's always going to be things, experiences, moments that you can cherish and, and learn from and grow from. And that is, is going to be, that completely changes uh, an experience, you know, we, we talk about ultra running because, uh, those are, you're, you're having to overcome challenges because of the distance and the duration of, of, of that running, but it doesn't have to be with ultras. It, it could be with, with wherever you are in your, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, running, but wherever you are in your running journey, whether it's that first 5k that you want to accomplish or a certain PR that you want to reach in a marathon, or running a new long distance, uh, you know, personal record. Um, they're, they're all ha- going to have those moments of, of challenge. And as you, in my opinion, if you find moments of gratitude, then that will help you overcome uh, those, those obstacles and those challenges. Um, even when things don't go to plan, um, that's a learning experience and you can still be grateful for that. Absolutely. Do you have any tips for our audience of if they're struggling to find the gratitude in their running or in their life, like, do you have any suggestions to help them kind of start that momentum to build it? Cause I feel like once you get in to, um, you know, into the momentum of thinking and feeling the gratitude and feeling grateful, it's a lot easier, right? Yeah. But you need yeah. to take that first step. I think there's a few things that you can certainly do one, you know, going back to that, the, the, the three moments. Um, one, you definitely got to recognize it. So how, how do we go about recognizing um, the, those moments of gratitude? So I think we can 
we can certainly train ourselves to look for those things, whether that means we reflect back on maybe a, a run or a race and we list out those, those moments of gratitude. Um, it's going to help to share those thoughts with other people, um, you know, uh, a loved one or another runner, um, whether it's in the moment or afterwards, I don't think it matters too much, but, 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 but share it. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I've done, and, and I didn't even quite recognize that I do this, but when I go on my runs, uh, almost every day, I find just little moments of, of beauty where it's like, wow, look at that sunrise or, whoa, the fog is really cool looking, or, you know, it's so pretty here, or I don't know, just whatever it might be. Oh, look at the deer, right? I'm on my trail run or whatever. Um, so finding those little moments of beauty. And then what I like to do is, is I'll take a couple pictures here and there and I'll, I'll share that in my Strava post. Um, so just the other day I ran, uh, last Saturday, I ran uh, an 18 mile run and uh, on the trails and that run could have gone, I could have expressed this run in, in two different ways. Um, one would have been without gratitude. So it would have been, it was hot. I was getting really tired. I didn't eat enough. I didn't have enough water on me. Um, you know, my feet were tired, whatever it might've been, like all those things were there, but there, it, that doesn't matter to me because that's just part of maybe the challenge that I overcame or it was just such a fleeting moment. It, it really doesn't matter, but really it was, and I labeled my run Epic because it was Epic. And it was just great to be out and to run these 18 miles on the trails and to, um, I, I, you know, take a couple pictures that were just, the picture I took was, was stunning. Um, for a minute, I thought I was going to actually miss the sunrise because I usually get up early for my runs, but instead there was a brief moment, about two or three minutes long where the sky just looked like it on the horizon, just looked like it was on fire. And so I had, I captured that moment and it was just, you know, epic. Um, and, and so I'm grateful for that. Um, so yeah, re recognize what you can be grateful for, make a list, share it in some way. And as you do that, I think it just kind of becomes part of who you are. Um, and then that goes into acknowledging it and, and accepting it. Yeah. You know, one question that I have as you're kind of discussing, you know, your, your run and I'm considering it as really just an energy and, and the energy's there, but we have to be willing to put it out into the world, right? It's mm -hmm. like, if, if you feel grateful, but you don't express it in some way, then you're doing an injustice to that positive energy that's inside. Um, so that's one thought that I've had, but another one is, is kind of the balance. And I'll let you speak to this, Chad, between growth and the desire for growth. I know that you know, as runners, we desire to be able to run farther, to run faster, to set PRs, to have Strava segments, right? That's something that we want. How do you balance the desire for growth and maybe, you know, the, the challenges that come along with that and maybe the, the hints of ego that can get involved there with a life of gratitude? That's a really interesting question. And, and some of the thoughts that come to mind are there, there definitely might be a balance between always wanting to try to reach our full potential versus also being content with what we have and what we're given at least now. And in this moment, um, you know, I don't know if I have a good answer necessarily to that, but I, I do believe that one, you can't be 
too grateful for anything. Um, and, and you can't overexpress gratitude. Um, and, and I do think that that plays into maybe a little bit of that drive, whether it's intrinsic or, or external, um, that drive to try and reach our full potential to see what, what we can do, uh, whether it's setting a PR or a distance. Um, so it, it does play into, you know, like my 5k example of, ah, oh, that was really great. I'm grateful for the experience. I reached it. I, I ran my first 5k distance, but it immediately began to, to spur that moment of, so I, I was content and grateful for it, but now what, am, what else am I potential? What, what is my potential? How, how much further can I run or how much faster? And so that drive is always there, at least for me. Um, and there might be moments of maybe when I didn't hit a, uh, a PR. I remember I set out to run a new 5K personal record and I, I failed. It was not fun, not cool at all. But, uh, you know, from that experience, I, I realized that it wasn't all doom and gloom because really it taught me that I, I maybe need to prepare better. I need to taper better. I need different training. I need to adapt in some other way so that I can be better prepared for that next uh, effort. And so I could have let that be my demise, or I could have recognized, you know what, there are some opportunities for growth here still, and uh, I can be grateful for that um, and still try to move forward to achieve what my potential is. Yeah, it's almost like we can be grateful for the moments where it almost feels like there's instant gratification, but we should almost be more grateful for the moments where there's delayed gratification. And we have to really sift through the lessons that we get to take away from those challenging moments, right? And then they become so much more meaningful too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much room for growth. Yeah, Sarah, you've been awfully quiet. I want to hear more about your, <laughs> your thoughts, maybe an experience. I, well, I love it. So there's something out there. I forget if it's like runner's world or it might be through runner's world. It's called like the gratitude mile. And so for every run, you at least have one mile out of that run as a gratitude mile. And I find that so inspiring and also a really great way for people to lean into it if they're struggling with it. I know a few years ago, I really, really struggled with my running and it was really hard to find the good in, you know, a training season that just, I mean, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, like you mentioned, it's, it's so cool when you can get that snapshot of, you know, the mountains or a sunrise or a sunset, or just being grateful for your legs to be able to move and, and being healthy. It's, it's a really huge aspect, um, to, you know, what we get to do every day. And, um, do you find that you can lean into gratitude and finding the gratitude easier now than let's say like 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. Um, short answer is yes, absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's, it comes down to practicing and recognizing what I can be and, and perhaps should be grateful for. Um, and, yeah. and this translates so much more than just as an athlete and, and as a mm -hmm. runner, but in life. Um, I, I gave the example about how moving is stressful and hard, right? Uh, and I was sharing that briefly, but 
you know, and, and those things were there. Sure. But you know what, now I have a house that my family can grow into more and I have closer access to trails. Um, and so as hard as it is to, in this example, it was to move and to pack everything up and to leave good things behind or the trouble of trying to pack a truck up and having to pay the expense, you know, to have a truck and the gas and, you know, just, you know, there's lots of these hard things, negative aspects of it, you know, that outlook of, again, gratitude of what you're going to be, the opportunities that you're giving yourself, um, you know, really, uh, I guess, play into that a bit more, you know, and, and that really goes into anything in life, you know, whether it's a stressful time at work or a, maybe you're mm-hmm. assigned a new project and, you know, that's maybe not fun because it's uncomfortable. But like I said earlier, we can still be grateful for the opportunities that these circumstances, even if they feel like they're hardships or some sort of trial, right? Um, we can still be grateful for what they're going to teach us and help us gain. And like to what I had mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of our growth, if not all of our growth really comes not through complacency, but through uh, those moments of moving outside of our comfort zone and, and being a little stressed, <laughs> you know, we, like for, from a, a running perspective, in order for us to become better, our body adapts and those adaptions come through the stress and the load that we put it under. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm not advocating going out and running your hardest run every time, but, but it's, it's over time, those, um, adaptations that make us better. Same thing with, with finding gratitude in, in all of our experiences, you know, we, we, we find gratitude, not just in the good times, but in the moments where it's not so good and we can still find a positive, um, perspective to it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the most powerful piece, right? If you can lean into, the gratitude and the positive side of something when it was a really hard race or a really tough situation or really, um, you know, long, tough work day or something else going in life, like being able to, to shift through or to sift through that and find something good to come out of it. I love the sharing aspect too. I think that's a huge piece to it because if you're sharing it, um, you're verbalizing something to someone else and it's creating the idea that you can do that more frequently because they're most likely going to have a positive reaction, right? And you might be giving them a reason to share something with someone else. And it creates this domino effect, which is a really cool thing in, in life. And, you know, the more I think we can be out there sharing nice, positive things about situations and people, I think the better this world can be. And yeah. Yeah. You know, one other thought I, I just wanted to share is that, you know, for me, gratitude, it gives me more of the discipline that then motivates me to get up and early in the morning, in my case, to go on a run, um, yeah. to enjoy the process and to appreciate uh, the outcomes that may come from that. Absolutely. I love that. And I mean, I can definitely relate. It's, we get to do this every day as athletes, we get to run, we get to run a lot. If we're training for a big race, we get to, you know, find some cool trails. We get to run with other people. We get to run at 5am or, you know, in my case, 7pm, it's not my favorite time, but I get to do it. (laughs) And, 
you know, it's leaning into all the fun that you can create while you're out there too. And all the positivity. Um, and I've certainly had those runs too, where, um, I'm thinking back to a few weeks ago, my, my coach right now is really working on goal pace for me on like extremely tired legs to get the idea ingrained of the mental side of it. Right. And the physical side, but the mental side of how I'm going to push through when things get really tough at Chicago. So, um, I went out, I had a 5k at goal pace and it was hard and it was hot. Like you were saying with your run, it was supposed to be a cooler morning. I waited, which was like my first mistake. And then as soon as I hit the first lap of the first of the 5k, so the first quarter mile, the sun came out and I literally melted <laughs> on the track and it was really, really tough. And there was like uh, a professional team racing there too. Like there was a lot going on and I was just feeling like, oh, um, feeling all the feels. But, you know, when I was jogging home from my cool down, I thought, well, it just wasn't my day. But one, I got the experience. Two, I'm going to be stronger for it. And it's still a really great day to log eight miles. So let's, you know, end this week on a really great note. And, you know, it's going to make me really want it next week when I have a 7K instead of a 5K. And I know I need to show up and do things a little bit differently too, like getting out the door a little bit earlier and some other things. But um, but yeah, it's like learning from learning from maybe things that didn't go as well as they should have, and then implementing them next time, but then also communicating the things that are, that are going well. And I know I shared on my stories too, like 5k tempo pace with like a really fun emoji and like, no one knew that it just was awful and that's okay too. Now, Chad, one thing that I'd be interested to get your take on is how much of this, you know, this running thing that we, we do or any, anyone who's listening to this podcast and may choose other physical challenges or, um, you know, things that they want to accomplish, how much of this is mental and how much is physical? I think a lot of times we hear like, you know, the marathon is this percentage of a mental game and this percentage of physical and you don't really understand what that means until you get put in a situation where, you have to tap into the strength of your mind um, wherever it goes in those moments. And if your mind isn't strong, there's a chance that that has to be a lesson learned for you. And you have to take, take away that, you know what, I need to develop the mental side of things just as much as I need to develop the physical. So I guess my question is, you know, from your experiences being an ultra runner or trying to run faster five Ks, how much of this process that we engage in is mental and how much is physical? You know, I, I wish I could give an exact percentage. I think that'd make it a lot easier. <laughs> um, but obviously, they're they're it's interesting because mental and physical they're they're very interdependent oftentimes. And sometimes we can be physically ready for something, but mentally we're not in the right place or state um, for that challenge. And other times it's it's more reversed, where mentally we're we're ready, we're we're game. But for whatever reason, physically, we're, we're just not able to perform. Um, uh, what's amazing, though, is, is when those two things do come together because you've, you've trained both your physical and your mental um, you know, state. Uh, you're, you, you've adapted and experienced enough that you can bring both together to really um, uh, perform to your potential, um, at least in that, that time, that moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. The balance between the two, 
I don't know. That is such an interesting thought though, um, because it, it changes. And, and especially when challenges that you don't anticipate come up, then it's like, okay, is this a physical thing that I can adapt to? Or is it a mental perspective shift that I need to make? Um, and, and so I think you're constantly trying to figure that out. Um, tying this back into gratitude, I, I think it helps certainly on the mental side where you can, you can see things more from, from a more healthy perspective, um, even, even if they're challenges. And hopefully, physically, as runners, that will kind of follow suit. You know, it's like if you're having a more grateful attitude in the moment of a challenge, perhaps, and, 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 and Coach Roach talks about, you know, self-talk and, and how the impact that that can have on, on runners. Uh, I think that kind of is related and can play into it. And then suddenly maybe our, our physical um, state will follow that a little bit more. Um, realizing that that you are capable of, of doing something, or um, you can do this, and uh, focusing on that, and then even when your legs are tired, you're like, no, I've I've been here before, I've done this, I've trained for it, you've you've got this, and, and you keep pushing forward, and and then you can celebrate the outcome, whatever that may be. Yeah, I, I love where you took that answer. This, you know, much mm-hmm. of this conversation, I've I've actually been thinking about. When you run a marathon, um, Chad, you may not know this because you don't run road marathons, but <laughs> yeah, apparently when, not. You run, <laughs> when you run a road marathon, they have to close roads and they have to use, you know, um, basically local police to to make sure that those roads stay closed and that runners can use the, the full road without worry about traffic. And, um, you know, it's always interesting that you see people tapping into the gratitude aspect of it when they're thinking the police officers that, that that they're running by. And I think something that I always ask myself is like, are they expressing gratitude right now because physically they're hurting and that's the place they want to go? Or do they feel really good in this moment? And that's why they're expressing gratitude. I know personally for me, um, I find that just little moments of gratitude specifically, you know, before a race is typically when I try to apply this the most you know, maybe the nerves start to build up and you're kind of getting a little bit anxious because you're ready to just get started. You know, take 10 seconds, take 30 seconds, take a minute. It's a very small amount of time, but take that time and just express one thing that you're grateful for. Say, you know, you know, to the support system that you have there, thank you for being here. I love you. That's all it takes. And it just completely shifts the way that you feel, even if only for a short amount of time, it just completely mm-hmm. calms everything down in that moment. Yeah, I, I love that. And it kind of helps you maybe level set where you are and what got you to that particular moment. You know, like you mentioned at the beginning of the start line, being grateful for the people that are supporting you to get to that point or your training or the fact that the, the race organizers, you know, put this event together so that you could have this experience. Um, like there's just so much to be, oh, yeah. to be grateful for. Absolutely. You can go out there and thank the volunteers as you're running um, or the police officers. Um, I usually find like the gratitude rolling in um, usually during bib pickup. So when I'm getting the bib, it's like, oh, this feels real now. I have the bib. And um, 
just feeling, you know, really happy and really grateful for a healthy training cycle, the ability to travel to a race or to drive to a race, um, and being able to spend it, you know, with elevate athletes or with my family or friends and just having, you know, a good morning. And that always feels good. Studies have shown that if you smile while running too, you're going to run faster. Now, maybe we can find a study that suggests that you also feel, you know, grateful and feel gratitude while running and smiling. What do you I think, think it's definitely related. You know, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a clear delineation between that. I, I think they're all, all one conglomerate, you know, expressing yeah. gratitude, uh, being happy and um, smiling, right? I know for me, on uh, again, trail running is my happy place. There, there have been yeah. a number of trail runs where my cheeks have been significantly more sore than my legs because I was just so happy and grateful to be out there. <laughs> yeah, and some of the best runners in the entire world rely on gratitude, joy, and running happy, and they are some of you know the most talented um, runners out there. So I think there's something to it. Yeah, even in your email signature with the hashtag, uh, happy running. Is that, did I get that right? Yeah. I was into it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love I mean, it. I, I truly believe that there's an energy in this world. And if you don't believe me, go into the right room, like find the right room of people and feel that positive energy that comes out. I can, I can attest to this. I was the last person to join this zoom call today for our podcast recording. I was still on time, <laughs> but I was not early. And it, it, and this is how crazy it is. We're talking virtually here. Okay. We are, you know, you two are in Colorado. I am not. And I still felt it. I felt the energy, Chad, that you were putting out, Sarah, that you were putting out and it just changes everything. So if you don't believe just the power of gratitude and the energy that we have the opportunity to put out into this world, get around the right people. And I think that's mm -hmm. a really big part of it. And I think that is you know, a beautiful thing about running is that there is a community of people who are out there running because it allows them to see all of the beautiful things in this world. And it allows them to put out the positive energy that this world so desperately needs more of. So Chad, I commend you for being a leader in that space. And I would really love, because I think that our audience needs to connect with you even more if they haven't already, I would love mm -hmm. for you to be able to just kind of tell us, number one, what are you shooting for over the next year and beyond in your own running? And then also tell us a little bit more about your YouTube and maybe your social media as well. Yeah, thank you, Austin. So um, as far as what I'm looking for, you know, I, I am looking for those those next ultra challenges. Um, yeah, I haven't done this year. I haven't done a, a whole ton of races. There was one race that I was planning on doing a 42 mile trail race. Uh, in Park City, Utah, and unfortunately that had to get canceled. So now I'm I'm planning uh, a 50 mile uh, run with uh, a, I can call it a fun run, <laughs> 50 mile run to do a, a couple of the Colorado uh, trail segments. So I might do that with some friends, um, and uh, maybe a, another run with my brother, another 50 mile you know mountain run of sorts. When it comes to races, there's a, a new race um, by NAR Runners, uh, the Red Feathers. I forget what it's called exactly, but Red Feathers 50K in September. So I'm, I'm looking to do that. 
Um, nice. uh, my wife just gave me the approval to sign up, so I need to do that, which is always <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, next year, one of the races that I would love to do, I, I, I'm, I'm planning on doing it, is the uh, Never Summer 100K, which has a ton of, of elevation gain in it. Um, but it just sounds like a cool experience, a beautiful place. Um, and so I, I'd like to do that. And then a hundred miles sometime following uh, that race. And we'll see awesome. what, what fills in, you know, in between with other ultras and such, but yeah. Absolutely. Well, Chad, give us your um, YouTube so people can find your YouTube yeah, so, channel. Yeah, YouTube, you know, youtube.com forward slash run. Of course, you can just search run, um, and, and you'll find me there on YouTube. Uh, similarly with uh, Instagram um, and uh, Facebook. So see Chad run and uh, that's, that's what I go by. So I don't know why I chose that awesome. simple, but yeah, it's not so much about me. It's more about you. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and we are tremendously grateful for you coming on and, and just putting out that positive energy that you're so great at um, on our episode today. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Austin Myers fitness and Sarah where can they connect with you and the elevate your running brand yeah on Instagram and Twitter at Sarah S-A-Y-R-A-H runs happy and at elevate your running thank you Chad for being on today we had a great conversation I really really appreciate your time and energy and um, thanks everyone for listening I hope you have a great week 